took me seven years to upgrade to a new smartphone, which admittedly might seem odd considering the fact I run a WordPress themes and hosting business. Two industries which are very tech-oriented. Did I really miss out and deny myself opportunities because of this tech-aversive decision? My thoughts on the matter are here right now. So why did I decide to buy a new phone now? The answer is a couple of things. For me, the main trigger was selling myself short of the knowledge and on-hand experience of mobile platforms needed to remain relevant in my line of business and anyone's business, I would argue. It basically means I don't do anything significant on social media, while the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk are clearly stating that that attitude will be the death of my business. I've had incredible financial success using search engine optimization as my one-trick pony for marketing until the competition got fiercer, rankings dropped, and revenue along with it. In hindsight, I held on too long to something that was comfortable, but not really working for me. Wishing things were different instead of doing the things necessary to continue making a difference. I didn't just go out and bought a new phone, that would be too easy. I got inspired by the same Gary Vaynerchuk to sell part of my French shit you have lying around the house instead of just dishing out the cash. So I made myself a promise that I would only buy the new phone for money I would earn selling some of my personal belongings. To fund the new smartphone, I sold a mountain bike and a bunch of Magic the Gathering. Yes, you heard that right. Tradable cards for a total of 690 euros, which is roughly the equivalent of 760 US dollars. Both cycling and playing cards have been hobbies of mine for decades, and even though I still have seven bicycles and a lot of cards, selling these items was an interesting exercise in letting go, and it made me all the more aware of the reality of stuff starting to own you instead of the other way around. I never really considered the thought of buying a new phone, especially not an iPhone they have become ridiculously expensive. And at the time of this writing, the iPhone 11 is the newest one, which starts from a thousand euro and up. I went on the Dutch equivalent of eBay, which is called Marktplatz, to get a feel of price ranges for iPhone 6 up to the latest one. And somewhere along the line, I decided the iPhone 7S Plus would be a solid choice and started drilling down on options. But the sheer amount of listings just stretched me out. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of phones being offered at this very moment, and I just don't want to know how many smartphones are lying around now being used. A certain source stated that 152 million are thrown away each year. And somehow this got to me, and combined with the amount of people Favoriting solid offerings, running in the dozens, just caused me to quit. And then the other day, I found myself watching a video called the iPhone 11 versus the iPhone 10. Should you upgrade? And decided then and there just to buy the darn thing. And on a Saturday night after deciding to go for a bike ride, I called each listing 
that kind of looked reasonable and had a phone number on display and sitting at my desk in my cycling jersey, the third person I rang picked up the phone and after a short talk, I went into town and bought an iPhone for 550 euros, which is 605 US dollars, objective achieved. So how does it feel to be using a new phone after seven years? Well, to be honest, I, I didn't go through the roof of excitement. Before I bought the phone, I watched the latest keynote of Apple on their product line and found it severely underwhelming. You know, it was about glass this and stainless steel that, and twice as fast as whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I could just as well be looking at the introduction of the first iPhone, which was truly groundbreaking at the time. It felt like the same thing I'd heard over and over again. And the way the whole thing was orchestrated felt way too scripted and not very authentic. However, after using the phone for a while, I quickly came to realize that the phone in and of itself is not that interesting. Smartphones all look alike anyway. There really isn't much to differentiate them from another. So it's not about the phone, it's about what you can do with it that felt eye-opening in a certain way. I bought the 256 gigabyte version of the 10 going from a 16 gigabyte iPhone 4S making any questions concerning storage space irrelevant. And while I was using my phone for the first time, I somehow was confronted with an overview of all the apps that were ever installed on my phone, which include a lot of games from 2012 and onwards. I basically reinstalled all of them, uh, Plans vs. Zombies, Mahjong, Field Runners, and that triggered a visit to the App Store since I could now basically use and install anything I wanted. A lot of apps were incompatible with iOS 9 running on the 4S. Accidentally, I was also at my mother's house staying over for the night. I had forgotten to bring my old headphones since there's no longer a jacket on my new phone, forcing me to use the one with the lightning connector. And when I fired up Netflix and found out season three of the Dragon's Prince had been released, I knew what I would be doing that evening and binged a couple of episodes. Using the phone with its incredible fluid interface, installing all the old apps and games, visiting the app store with a seemingly unending new amount of apps and watching Netflix made me realize the incredible wealth you can tap into using a device like a smartphone. The new phone made me far more aware of this since there are no longer limits to what I can do. I don't have to wait 30 seconds for Google Maps to load. Everything works flawlessly. I can download and use any app I want for either nothing or a couple of euros. However, I did put off making this podcast and was very aware of doing so while watching Netflix. On the one hand, I felt the never-ending beckoning of this world of comfort and convenience with its unlimited everything. And on the other hand, I was acutely aware of the fact that comfort and convenience do not equate joy. This on-demand world will not build character, it will not do my push-ups, it will not Matrix-style let me know Kung Fu yet, it will not raise my daughter or let me be a good husband and friend to the people around me. What it can do is take away from the time necessary to grow and learn in the areas of finance, health, relationships, spirituality and personal growth, 
in general if I don't pay attention. I've already watched all season three episodes of The Dragon Prince, and when season four comes out, I watch all of those episodes as well. But I have it here on audio to be vigilant with the fact of not mistaking the comfort and convenience of consumption with the joy of creating. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.